right, what is going on, guys? It is time for another episode of the Chasing Waypoints podcast. And this is our special series, The Dakar Shakedown. All right, who am I kidding? That that sounded a little bit, maybe a little bit corny. I don't know. I don't know. I was talking to Gnarly Dave before the episode, and I got a little bit motivated about doing a different intro for this. So uh, I'm looking forward to doing this. I'm actually thinking uh, hopefully if the Morocco rally coverage is good and maybe some of the other rallies, be able to do some daily updates. So anyway, we're almost to the end. That's right. The 2022 Dakar rally is almost coming to a close tonight's stage or today's stage depending on what side of the world you're listening to this 58 countries as of last count so absolutely stoked go on worldwide ish uh but yeah so stage 10 for the 2022 dakar starting in a little over 39 minutes so i am excited we're wrapping down the stages 12 stages for this year's rally. We are starting stage number 10 here in about 40 minutes, a little under 40 minutes. So definitely looking forward to it. So let's get right into it. Let's do a recap of yesterday's stage. And then let's talk about this upcoming stage because we're winding them down. It is getting close for guys. And uh, I think we're going to start seeing some strategy considering how uh, close together everybody is. So let's see. All right. That is six so's for those of you playing the home game. All right, let's get right into it. So yesterday's stage, 491 kilometers total, 287 kilometers of timed special. And then we had 204 kilometers of liaison. So roughly, let's go back to the recount on the miles. 304 miles total uh, spent on the motorcycle, 170 miles raced or actually counted towards the overall time. Uh, And then 126 miles of commuting, basically uh, going from the bivouac to the stage start, uh, finish line to the bivouac. That is how that breaks down. Uh, so yesterday we saw, uh, or for this last stage, stage nine, we did see some, some movement, uh, not as much, uh, from my understanding, the stage was pretty fast and not as complex as the organization had hoped it would be. Uh, so then again, also you've got a bunch of talented navigators and some guys that know how to, uh, shall we say twist the throttle. Uh, let's see. So right into the stage standings, uh, Nacho Cornejo on the Monster Energy Honda laying down the law. Two hours, 29 minutes and 30 seconds uh, for that one. And then right behind him, Kevin Benavides, uh, Red Bull KTM Factory Racing, one minute and 26 seconds back. And then it was on, in third, Ricky Brabeck, Monster Energy Honda, one minute and 47 seconds back. So uh, not bad. We are just under two minutes for the top three on the stage finish. Matthias Wachner, uh, Red Bull KTM Factory Racing, two minutes and six seconds back, followed by John Bereda Bort, uh, fifth on the Monster Energy Honda, two minutes, 10 seconds back. Andrew Short in sixth, Monster Energy Yamaha Rally Team, three minutes and 56 seconds. Luciano Benavides on the Husqvarna Factory Racing Bike, four minutes and 21 seconds, followed by Pablo Quintanilla, uh, eighth on the stage for today uh, on the Monster Energy Honda. Five minutes and two seconds back, followed by Adrian Van Beveren, uh, Monster Energy Yamaha Rally Team. Five minutes and four seconds back. And then a newcomer to the to the top ten for today's stage. Uh, that was Maciej Gimeza. Uh, he is on the Orland team. Uh, six minutes and 40 seconds back, followed by Joaquim Rodriguez, 11th on the Hero Motorsports Rally Team. Uh, six minutes and 43 seconds. And then no stranger to the top of the chart. 
uh, Mason Klein, BAS World KTM Racing. Uh, and that is a seven minutes and 49 seconds back. And then followed by rally leader or former rally leader, uh, Sam Sunderland on the Gas Gas Factory Racing Bike, eight minutes and three seconds back. And then followed by Martin Michek. Uh, he is 14th on the Orion Motor Racing Group, eight minutes and nine seconds. And rounding out the top 15, uh, we have Rui Goncalves on the Sherco factory bike, eight minutes and 31 seconds. Uh, let's jump in and take a look down here. We've got Toby price in 16th Red Bull KTM factory racing eight minutes and 35 seconds back. And then Danilo Pertucci, uh, 17th on the tech three KTM factory racing eight minutes and 42 seconds back. Saber Dissel Trey HT rally racing, Husqvarna racing, uh, or excuse me, HD rally raid Husqvarna racing 10 minutes and six seconds back. So that is your top 18 right there. We're taking a look back. Let's see if we can find, you know, who we're looking for. We're looking for Bradley Cox on this one. Uh, want to see where he is at rut row, rut row, Bradley, where did you go? I don't see him. Well, this isn't good. Uh Oh, Maybe I should have been keeping up with the news. Ooh, 84th, one hour and 10 minutes and 46 seconds back. Uh, so, nope, not going to say it, actually. Let's not go there. We'll wait. We still got a couple more stages to go. Uh, all right. So that was your stage standings. So let's talk about now the general standings. So general standings after stage nine. So this is everybody's total time, all of the racing they've done, and their cumulative time up until now. As I mentioned, uh, Sam Sunderland, former rally leader, had 2 minutes and 12 seconds on the Gas Gas Factory racing bike in second place. Now behind Matthias Wachner uh, on the Red Bull KTM Factory racing bike. 30 hours, 14 minutes, and 3 seconds so far to complete the time stages of the rally. Sunderland second, Adrian Van Beveren in third on the Monster Energy Yamaha rally team. 3 minutes and 56 seconds back, Pablo Quintanilla. Uh, fourth monster energy honda he's going to be four minutes and 41 seconds back talk about striking distance right here top four four minutes apart from each other uh not a bad gig kevin benavita is sitting in the fifth spot red bull ktm factory racing he's going to be 10 minutes back 10 22 to be exact john bereta bort uh is going to be uh, let's see. Let's go back. Lost my place. There it is. Uh, 10 minutes and 57 seconds back on the Monster Energy Honda. Nacho Cornejo in the seventh Monster Energy Honda. Uh, he is a 32 minutes and 30 seconds back, followed by Andrew Short in the number eight spot. Monster Energy Yamaha Rally Team, 3459 back. Toby Price on the Red Bull KTM factory racing bike, 35 minutes and 14 seconds back, followed by Ricky Brabeck in the number 10 spot, Monster Energy Honda, 35 minutes, 54 seconds back. 11th, Mason Klein, BAS World KTM Racing, 37 minutes and 24 seconds back, followed by Luciano Santolino on the Sherco factory bike, 41 minutes and 54 seconds back. And then we have the bike of Stefan Svetko, uh, Slonov race rally team, excuse me, 42-52 back. And then Luciano Benavides in the 14th spot, Husqvarna factory racing bike, 54 minutes and 33 seconds back. And rounding out that top 15, Joaquim Rodriguez on the Hero Motorsports team rally, 58 minutes and 57 seconds back. And then you've got a huge jump right now after that 15th spot going to the 16th spot, Xavier Dissoltre now is going to be one hour, two minutes back. So actually about four minutes in between there with a seven minute penalty. Uh, let's see here. Taking a look here. 
Taking a look. Let's see who else we got that's up there. Bradley Cox still hanging on to the 26th spot, two hours and 34 minutes back. Uh, so right now, as it sits, Mason Klein has got a comfy cushion. He's just got to go ride the bike. So very nice. Uh, looking forward to seeing that. So uh, that is the stage standings after or the general standings after stage number nine. And that, again, is after completing an additional 304 miles of racing or of uh, rally. 178 miles of racing total and 126 miles of liaison. So uh, not much of a shakeup there in the standings. I did catch a blurb from Mason Klein. I guess he had a little bit of trouble at the uh, fuel stop with his timing system uh, and actually uh, cost him about four minutes. Uh, Let's see, taking a look at that four minute penalty or those four minutes. uh, Let's see, that would put him on the stage. Uh, Seven there, six, six, five. Uh, we would be in the threes, which means he would have had a top. He would have been hanging out about seventh or so. So that's a pretty big jump for just four minutes. Uh, As to be expected, as we wind the rally down and everybody running close, um, these these positions here just out of the top 10, right at the bottom end of the top 10, um, I think are going to be valuable only because of strategy and having some tracks to follow and you're not too far behind the group, but you're going to have enough time or enough tracks there to, to be able to make some decisions. Obviously, uh, Mason Klein has proved himself, uh, time and again, this rally and to all the other teams, uh, about his navigation skills and what he has been able to achieve so far. First time in Dakar. Uh, so very notable there. And I think he's in a very good position there, but, uh, also happy to see Ricky Brabeck making up a bunch of time, uh, on this past stage. Um, definitely, you know, looks good. Have him up there in the, in the top 10. And that is really going to help push the Honda team, uh, particularly, um, when it comes to the top standings. Let's see, let's go back here, uh, for Pablo Quintanilla sitting in fourth. Sitting in fourth, four minutes and 41 seconds back, that is not a lot of time to make up on a stage. That literally, you could change you could change it tomorrow for or tonight, you know, for stage 10. You could stage change it again for stage 11, and you literally could stay, change it for stage 12. Stage 12 shaping up to be a basically a sprint race uh, because it's only going to be just over about 100 miles total. So that one is definitely going to be fun, and I... I'm not sure how, you know, if teams are going to push to try and get their spots solidified before they head into that sprint race on the final day, um, or if they're just going to play the long game, play the game they've been playing and see if they can um, and make it stick up there. You know, right now between Matthias Wachner and Sam Sunderland, uh, that is a very close race at two minutes apart for those guys. Uh, and then awesome to see, hey, let's, you know, we got a Yamaha up in the mix uh, for the general standings, Adrian Van Beveren on the Monster Energy Yamaha Rally team, three minutes and 56 seconds back. So it's awesome to see another bike up there. Uh, But also to see other bikes, you know, you've got basically Honda, KTM, Gas Gas, uh, some Yamahas in there. So it is definitely a good mix uh, of bikes in the top 20 at the very least. So we'll see how that shakes down. All right, that is enough about yesterday's stage. That was the past. And let's talk about the present. Stage number 10. Another long one, 759 kilometers for the day, uh, roughly 470 miles. And then 375 kilometers of that are going to be your special stage. That's the time section contributing to uh, the overall time there. That's 232 miles 
that they will be racing. And then it is 384 kilometers uh, that is going to be your commuting. And basically, that's about 238 miles. As usual, remember, your liaisons are basically or your transit sections. You're commuting from the bivouac to the stage start, from the finish line to the bivouac. And that is the wrap there. Uh, They are going to be doing a loop stage uh, for the next, and then they're going to be doing a point-to-point for the final stage. So uh, lots of racing still left to do. You've got 232 miles of navigation coming up. Uh, the organization has hinted at it being a little bit more tricky navigation. We will see. That's what they said about today. And it ended up turning into a sprint race. So, uh, let's take a look here at stage 10. We do have a stage profile for today. So let's take a look at that. All right. We have got 66% sand for today. And then we've got 32% uh, soil or dirt or tierra, uh, as they put it there in the multiple languages. And then we got about 2% dunes. So, This is definitely favoring the guys that like to run the sandy sections that like to run in the dirt. So I would expect to see um, some good times coming out of the guys uh, from the SoCal or have raced in Baja and and understand the rougher terrains and stuff like that. Um, We'll include Toby Price in that group. Uh, He's pretty much a native here Uh, and then and no stranger to Baja, obviously. So definitely uh, looking forward to that. So today's uh, today is, let's see here, where are we going here? They are going to leave Wadi Adiswari or Adiswari, swear, eventually. I, okay, so for next year, I'm going to work on my pronunciation. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so they do have a short liaison that is going to go down to the uh, depart special stage near the Najran area. Uh, then passing, they're going to pass by the Riyadh area. And then they're going to run their stage. And then from there, they're going to finish near a uh, place that looks like called Tadlith. Uh, that is where the ASS is or uh, arrive special stage. And then they've got a uh, short uh, li- or another liaison over to Bisha. So if I remember correctly, the final stage uh, will be from Bisha to uh, Riyadh. And tomorrow's uh, or the next stage, stage 11, uh, is going to be a loop around Bisha. So uh, should be pretty interesting, uh, especially running in the same similar terrain uh, for a couple of days. That should help them familiarize and, and see what they expect. But then again, we're on the other side of the planet, and these guys are the ones that got to deal with it. Okay, let's jump into the stage description. Uh, this is direct from the Dakar Rally app. If you guys haven't downloaded it, you're already running out of time. This is where we're getting our information uh, let's jump right into it. This special is particularly easy on the eyes. A, a rich tapestry of landscapes and colors will keep spectators in awe while the competitors will have a blast in what will no doubt be one of the fastest specials in this edition. However, it is worth keeping in mind that haste makes waste, especially when it comes to navigating the myriad intersections that are the signature trait of the Saudi routes. So what it sounds like to me it's going to be fast. You may blow a corner or two. I think that's what they're trying to say. If you read between the lines and, you know, the writing in this reminds me of when I was uh, back in school, you know, when they tell you it's got to be a thousand word essay and you've got about 200 words worth of thoughts on it. Uh, yeah. And you got to fill in the gaps. But uh, reading between the lines, that's what it looks like to me. It looks like they're going to be traveling some pretty awesome and epic roads, some sand washes, it sounds like, based on how many uh, kilometers or the percentage of sand they'll be experiencing and then probably some rocky canyons and stuff like that like what they've seen in the last couple of days so should be a very interesting stage for sure and they are saying it is going to be fast so i don't know 
could be tricky. Could be some blown corners. Hopefully nothing too uh, too gnarly of this one. So let's see. Let's go back into this. We're down to 33 minutes before the start of the stage. Uh, let's talk about the starting order really quick, and then we will jump off and good to go and watch this thing. All right, so leading the group out is going to be Nacho Cornejo. He will be opening the stage, followed by Kevin Benavides in the number two spot. Ricky Brabeck will be third off the line, followed by Matthias Wachner. Uh, fourth off the line, John Bereda Bort. Uh, fifth off the line, and then followed by Andrew Short. Sixth off the line, Luciano Benavides. Seventh off the line, Pablo Quintanilla, eighth off the line. That is a great spot for Quintanilla, by the way. He's going to have some lines to follow, and he is the leading Honda rider at the moment. So very awesome to see that. Ninth, Adrian Van Beveren on the Monster Energy Yamaha. Uh, he is going to be ninth off the line. Rounding off the top ten is going to be... Uh, is, is Giza going to be the tenth off of the line? And then Joaquim Rodriguez on the hero going to be 11th, followed by Svitko in the number 12 spot. Mason Klein, 13th off the line. Mason with a ton of lines to follow. This is going to be good. Uh, Sam Sunderland, your contestant contestant for the top spot, uh, is going to be 14th off the line on the Gas Gas. And Martin Michek on the Team Orion, uh, 15th off the line. So that is your top 15. You've got Toby Price down in 17th off the line. Danilo Pertucci in the 18th spot. Xavier Dissel, Trey, 19. Uh, and then let's take a look here down the line. Uh, Luciano Centolino, 25th off of the line. So I would expect to see some some movement with this. But you know what? We're going to find out tomorrow morning. So anyway, that is it for this shakedown for today. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed and are ready to watch some rally as we wind down the 2022 Dakar rally. All right, that is a wrap for another episode of the Chasing Waypoints podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. Do not forget to like and comment. We want to hear what you guys thought about today's show. Also, don't forget to follow us on the socials. Instagram. Chasing Waypoints underscore official. On Facebook under Chasing Waypoints as well as YouTube. Be sure to catch the updates there. Any live streams or new videos. Hope you guys have a good week. Have a good day. Don't forget, tag us. We want to know where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Hashtag Chasing Waypoints.